Hi, and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this week we are talking about episode 19, uh, Will Works Out. Ooh, me strong, man. Me go to gym. Me that, get buff for all men to have sex with. It was beautiful because I just watched Matthew do living room yoga while I read a mm-hmm. magazine. It was well. Originally, crazy. I was going to go to the gym before the episode to get into like the brain of of Will, and then I did not want to do that, so I decided to do yoga on the floor. It was it was beautiful. My legs are real buff right now. Or it something. was a sight to behold. Um, so let's read the episode description. Okay. So Will works out. Uh, Will's embarrassment about Jack joining his gym leads to Will working out some of his feelings about being gay. That's not really what happens, but okay. I don't think Will Works had a single feeling about being <laughs> in this episode. I think that's the problem. So just kind of as a, a disclosure, uh, this episode gets pretty heavy on one particular thing, which we're going to talk about in a second. Yes. So we've decided off mic that we're not going to talk about a couple other things, which we really did love. Yes, so we we're going to kind of rapid fire talk about them so that we have more right. space to talk about the rest. The biggest one is the B-plot, which features yes. Grace and Karen realizing that they're friends. Yes, and they have a slumber party. Apparently they did not know this. I do not know why. They're dumb or something. <laughs> right. So uh, the episode basically involves them getting very drunk and being very silly. Yes. So we're not going to talk about that. We're Sorry. not going to really have time to talk about it, but it's great. They get drunk. They do tequila shots. It's fun. If you want to talk about it with us, uh, go to the comments of the various places where we put this up and we'll talk about it there. Yeah, we'd be happy to talk about it in comments or on Twitter or something. So The other really big thing that we're not talking about is just the concept of there being straight gyms and gay gyms. Which is totally a thing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, if all you straight listeners out there who have no idea, yes, there is a gay gym. You may be at it, for all you know. Yes, uh, but if you see a nipple ring, you're probably at a gay gym. Yep, so we're not going to talk about that. But there, those are a thing. Yep. And we did talk a little bit off mic about where the gay gyms were in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know, and you're in Milwaukee, send us, up. just slide right into our DMs. <laughs> I think that's the parlance the kids are using these days. And uh, we'll go from there. That leaves us with the main focus of the episode. Yep. This is an episode that I was sort of vaguely familiar with after having read, like, an article on, like, most Will and Grace, Will and Grace episodes or something like that. Yes. Uh, this episode is the episode where Jack joins Will's gym, and while they are working out together, Grace and Will are having a conversation, and Will calls Jack... The F word. Right. Not fuck. The other one. Frenchman. Yes. So, as just a little disclaimer, we have, we had a long conversation off mic. Mm-hmm. And neither of us are comfortable with the use of that word. It just, mm-hmm. it carries so much baggage. It's right. very offensive. I don't like it. Matthew doesn't like it. I don't like it. So right. we're not going to say that. Instead, we were talking about Hamilton. So we're mm-hmm. going to say Frenchman instead. Right. So this is the episode where Will calls Jack Frenchman. And, and Jack is pissed, obviously. as he should be. Understandably. Uh, and it brings up a lot of stuff. Yes. So a lot of stuff which, frankly, is not very well explored in the episode. Yes. Um, it's kind of... It's a, worth getting that out of the way right away, that this episode is not an excellent exploration of the baggage and the problematic issues of being called a freshman. Yes. It really doesn't. It kind of focuses a lot more on Will's own internalized homophobia, mm-hmm. which is a valid episode to have, right. but kind of, like, there isn't really a lot of time or anything really given mm-hmm. to Jack to work out his feelings about his best friend Will calling him this really awful, awful slur. Right. It's also, as a, a very brief sidebar, not a good argument for uh, Sean Hayes remaining, quote, straight, because he does not play straight very well when he's pretending to play straight later in the episode. <laughs> and I know he's an actor, but, like, honey, come on. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Yes. So here's the situation as it develops. Mm-hmm. So as we mentioned, uh, Jack and Will are at the same gym, yep. which was not the case I don't remember why Jack came uh, out of his gym. The brief explanation they gave us is because he found someone's wallet and stole their gym membership. Yes. 
And, and they finally caught him. They finally caught him because I think his name was like Juan Suarez or something. Or right, something right, 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 right. And they were like, clearly that you are not Juan. Right. You so, are not wanted here. And yeah, and so he was whining because it's the 90s, so gay men only whine if they can't work out. Mm-hmm. But so he was complaining because he hadn't worked out in two whole days. And, mm-hmm. you know, clearly his just he was just falling apart physically. Right. And so, so Grace invites him to their gym, which, which Will's not about. Yes, it pisses Will off a lot. And at first I just was like, oh, oh no, I wonder why Will's pissed. Because I had forgotten which episode this was. Mm-hmm. Literally it took me until about halfway through this episode when the Frenchman word is, is used. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's that episode. <laughs> because the beginning of the episode does not seem like it's going to no, deal with this at all. No, it just seems like a silly episode where, like, Will's a little embarrassed because Jack's a little goofy. Mm-hmm. And we all learn a valuable lesson to go home. And right. instead, it's an episode that deals with, like, really homophobic slurs mm-hmm. and internalized homophobia. And I will say I give the episode credit from a production standpoint for going there in season one. Mm-hmm. Um I think the last couple episodes have shown a greater willingness to discuss gay topics versus just kind of, here's Will and Grace. They're married, but they're not. Yes. So I liked that it did go there in season one because Mm -hmm. I forgot that this was a season one episode. Right. And so that was really great and awesome, especially considering the climate of the 90s. Yeah. But at the same time, it does the classic Will and Grace thing that we've talked about a lot, which is they make a very serious emotional point. Mm-hmm. And laugh it off till the end. Yeah, I would say they don't even do as much laughing. They just kind of just they just they just kind of give it away it. from it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah it's rough. This um, episode was kind of hard to watch a little bit mm-hmm. because the problem is not exclusively that Jack is called a Frenchman. Mm-hmm. It's not exclusively the use of that word. It's definitely a lot that yes Jack clearly is very upset about it. Grace is very upset about it. Frankly, yes. Um, that's also something worth noting that the episode does do well. Is it? very immediately shows that Grace is on Jack's side. Yeah, it absolutely does not really let Will get away with it, which um, I thought was nice. But I think the the other point is that he could have called him any other word, Yes, and it would have still had the same effect. But the fact that he kind of went for the kill shot right away mm-hmm. is pretty upsetting and yeah. hurtful, and just like, it was meant to be scathing, mm-hmm. and even though Jack wasn't supposed to overhear it, like, right. the fact that he said it at all is just not good. It's not an excusable thing to call no. someone, even in private. No, it's, and it's hard to watch. Like, it's, and the way the episode is framed, like, you can't, it's clearly, like, central. It's not, like, a throwaway line. Like, even, like, the way that it's staged, I'm pretty sure, like, Grace is still standing by the exercise machine they were just on, and Will has moved further away, so, like, the word kind of hangs between them right where Jack is, and they don't know. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's well staged. It's, it's frustrating that the execution of the follow-up is not great, because that moment, I think, is very well done. Mm -hmm. It really from a visual and auditory standpoint, really makes clear to the straight listener how serious this is. Yes. Um, because it's 1999. Yes. The average watcher of Will and Grace may not have like understood the context of that. And without getting into it, right. the show really does a good job of foregrounding that. Exactly. Because I feel like in 1999, a straight listener would probably be aware of the word and be aware that it was a bad word, mm-hmm. but not really maybe have understood the emotional mm-hmm. impact of a gay man calling another gay man a Frenchman. Right. Well, that's the other thing is that I would be very surprised if that was understood as a as a uh, a thing, like mm-hmm. a a hierarchy thing. It's kind of like different skin tones in the African American community. How yes. there's that internal racism. Yes. Uh, it's a very very similar cultural thing mm-hmm. because it's it's not uncommon for more straight acting gays to do that. I mean, like there's like mask for mask, right? Straight acting only. Yes. You know, there is that internalized effeminacy is still bad among mm-hmm. the gay population. Right. You know, bottom shaming. Mm-hmm. 
there's a really great response to this that happened this season on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, so Kim Chi uh, mm. was talking about how she um, often doesn't get dates because a lot of people on their like online dating profiles like Grindr and stuff mm-hmm. would be like, no femmes, fats, or Asians. Yes. And so then she proceeded to make an, an awesome song called Femme, Fat, and Asian, <laughs> which I thought was really great. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of that stuff that exists within the gay community, and I feel like this was a nice way to like sort of give straight viewers who weren't really familiar mm-hmm. with that sort of hierarchy yeah. situation, like just kind of like cluing them in pretty quickly just because even if they had had no idea that calling, having one gay man call another gay man a Frenchman, like... Was just, a thing. Was a thing. Like watching Jack's reaction and then watching the rest of the episode mm-hmm. would at least educate them a little bit about how that was not an okay thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's... I guess on that sense that I'm appreciative that the episode exists yes. for that reason. Yes. Um, it's hard to watch in 2016. Yes. Because, I mean, like, you even think, like, we were talking a little bit about one of the other, like, cultural moments we can remember of a, of a TV episode with a gay character mm-hmm. kind of dealing with this. It was Glee. Right. And I believe in that episode, it's um, Finn, who is straight, calling Kurt, who is gay, a mm-hmm. Frenchman. Right. And, that, and that's so much, that's that's really hard. Like That's super hard to watch. If Glee, like, that, like, alone is, like, reason for that show to exist. Yeah. It ruined it later, much like this episode of Will and Grace. But, like... <laughs> That one moment just got some really real stuff. Yeah. It's really... I can still picture, like, the exact scene in it happening, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's one of those scenes that's kind of burned into your brain. Yes. And, like, literally, I just remember... I, it was almost sort of like watching, like, a flashback happen. Because uh-huh. I'd seen... I've seen this episode of Bill and Grace a lot. And I totally have not, like, forgotten about it, but I forgot where in the series it kind of placed mm-hmm. itself. And so I was like, la, 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 yeah, Will and Grace and Jack at the gym. And then, like, literally as soon as I watched Will step off that treadmill, I was like, No. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And, like, as it was happening, I kind of, like, had a <laughs> body experience. And I'm like, no, no, it's this episode. I wasn't ready. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't do any research on this. We probably should have. But I I would be surprised if this wasn't the first time that that word was used on, uh, at least on a comedy, a network comedy. I'm not sure. It might have been used in a drama. I'm not positive about that because I feel like I remember there being a really big episode of All in the Family mm. that did something about um, blood donations and HIV positive. Men. Oh, okay. And I feel like just in general, You're right, that Archie might be Bunker it. was the type of person who would be spew- spewing that yeah. sort of garbage out into the universe. But even if it's not the first, it's definitely a transitional period where it's not just a throwaway line. Like, it's starting right. to gather some of its cultural, you know, with the culture wars of the 90s and Don't yes. Ask, Don't Tell. Like, right. at this point in our nation's history... That word really has some weight behind it. Yes. And using it with no warning in an episode is kind of like dropping a nuke. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how it felt. Like, I remember we both kind of paused the episode. We were like... Probably the most unrealistic thing about the episode is that Jack and Will can go back to being friends so quickly. Yeah. I feel like if that happened in real life, it would definitely take a lot more than just a gym membership and an apology. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so... Another thing that the episode gets into is the question of Will asking, he asks Grace at one point, am I a bad gay man? Yeah, and which is, frankly, that's a question that the series, I think, and viewers ask of Will. Yes. Is Will a bad gay man? Because there's definitely a lot of um, a lot of evidence on either side of that. Mm-hmm. Because on the one hand, like he's gay and he's out to some people, but not a lot of people. And it kind of... Which is not a bad position to be in in the late 90s. No, and it's, you know, honestly not a bad position to be in now. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of things to be said about pride. But Will does say later in the episode, like, you know, it's it's my thing and I should only tell people when I'm ready, which is totally valid. Right. It's completely a valid viewpoint to have and a lot of people share that. 
But I think that where Will gets into trouble and where the episode really asks that question is, is he a bad gay man is when he tries to drag Jack with him. Yes. When he tries to basically force Jack to be as closeted as he is at the gym. Mm -hmm. And that's not okay. Right. That's never going to be okay to Mm -hmm. force your... Just because you're not comfortable doesn't mean that you have to force someone else. Yeah. I will say that the episode does a really cool thing with that question is, like, obviously, part of the problem is that Jack is offended. Yes. Like, really offended. And so, Will has hurt Jack's feelings. Yes. Regardless of how Will feels about that word and how, you know, and all that other stuff. Like, the core of that is that Jack is hurt. Right. And he's hurt specifically by one of Will's actions. And I think that's the thing that the episode focuses on solving. Yes. But it doesn't really find an answer to that bigger question, which is kind of smart, but I bet not intentional. I feel like it might be, but it's one of those sort of, like, classic Will and Grace things where they bring up a big issue and they kind of drop it and they'll maybe bring it up again, but they aren't really going to come up with an answer to it. Because Um, it's a really, it's a really pivotal conversation in the episode, like, Grace kind of, like, yells at Will for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, leaves the question hanging here that he is a bad gay man. Yeah, because he asks her and she doesn't really answer. Yeah. And in the moment, he kind of is being that way. I mean, he's, he's not... Regardless of how you feel about Will being out of the closet, mm-hmm. he is pushing his agenda on his friends yes. and other gays. Yes. He is deliberately using gay slurs to like make himself feel more manly or more straight or, or something. Oh, right. Yeah. He's absolutely using that little bit of like straight passing power that he has exactly. to put down Jack. And that's kind of, in a lot of ways, this is just a really cruel version of who Will's character is. And yes. so... It might be valid to say that Will is not a good gay man. Yeah. He is, in a, so many episodes, like, leaning on this straighter side of himself mm-hmm. that he knows how to do. And it's not, like, it's clearly staged because when you see him with just Grace, he is so different. Yes. There's um, there's one part in the episode where uh, Jack accuses Will of their, having 15 Will Trumans. Yes. And then when he's talking with Grace about it, and he's like, how ridiculous is that? Grace is like, it's more like there's like 20 or 25. Yeah, she's like, no, there are 25 Will Trumans. And and he's like very offended and hurt by this. But, but it's honestly, absolutely the truth. Frankly, and some of this is the writing, but we're 19 episodes in now, and we've seen at least five or six Will Trumans. I was going to say, we're 19 episodes in, and I feel like we've seen 19 faces of Will Trumans. Yeah. Like there's, um, there's aggro lawyer Will, there's right. straight acting at the gym Will. Right. There's, it's a lot. Will, it's, it's interesting because I'm sure some of it is getting a pin, a pin on the character, but they're kind of turning that weakness into a strength. Yeah, which I kind of liked. I feel like uh-huh. that was pretty much a smart move to sort of identify that, like, part of the reason that they can't pin Will down is because Will can't pin Will down. It's a really interesting character trait for a character on a show to have because, yes. especially more contemporary, but even still, you know, 20 years ago, continuity is a huge thing. I mean, if a character doesn't act like, quote, themselves right. on one episode of a show... You get, like, so many people on message boards commenting and freaking out, being like, out of character, out of character. Right. Will Truman is kind of defying that because so much of his life is subterfuge mm-hmm. and putting on masks and taking off masks. Yes. He's, even inside of an episode, he's not consistent. Yeah. You know? Like, even in this episode, like, Will's anti-effeminacy kind of goes up and down based on the moment. Yes. Like, he's not really mad about it at the very beginning of the episode, and he's just sort of annoyed. Yes. And then all of a sudden, at the treadmill with Grace, he's really mad about it. Well, because it's like, because he's talking with... Because the moment with Grace, I kind of want to just back up and give yeah. people context in case they haven't had a chance to watch this episode recently. So he's describing while he's on the treadmill with Grace and uh, a thing that had happened earlier mm-hmm. in the episode where him and Jack are at the gym and Jack accuses him of, quote, Jack blocking him, which cock blocking, let's just be real, right. that's what it actually is. Right. And Grace is like, yeah, I know that word. <laughs> 
because Willow's like, what is this word? I don't understand these gay terms. And you know, it's funny until you like like explicitly pointed that out. I was just assuming that jock blocking was just like the '90s version of that, and then <laughs> just like got coarser as time went on. But you're right; it was absolutely censored for television. It just seems like it was carry most, on. most likely to be censored for television. <laughs> but essentially, Jack accuses Will of jock blocking him because one of Will's clients or coworkers, I'm not really sure what the relationship was there, yeah. came over and Jack tried to like flirt with him and <laughs> will kind of cut him off right and so to jack he thought oh yeah he's just you know he's cock blocking me right gyms are where you hook up with dudes right exactly he's like that's fine ha 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 good job sassy will right but then will is complaining about it to grace and he's so angry because he's like i can't believe he would think that i can't believe he would dare to act like this at this gym blah 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 i just wish he wasn't such a frenchman right and then he kind of walks off and jack's and Jack hears it. Right. And, like, you can even watch Grace's face in that moment, too. Like, she's offended. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's, there's a lot of things that could be said about Grace's allyship as a straight woman who's best friends with a lot of, with two gay men. But in this episode, I think she kind of wins the ally card, in my yeah. opinion. Because she's totally and completely on Jack's side on this. She does right. not... But also, she doesn't really overstep with Jack, either. Right, exactly. She doesn't, like, get involved and make it about her. Oh, also, when, she must find out at some point that Jack hears about it. Probably when when Will comes back and yell at her. Yes. Right. Because, but, like, she 100%, like, makes it clear to Will that she wasn't okay with that and Mm -hmm. that she's totally with Jack and that's just who Jack is and it's not fair to expect him to be a different person just because Will's uncomfortable. And so I thought that that did a good job of displaying Grace is a good ally in this Mm -hmm. episode because while she's still Will's friend and she's still willing to hear him out and listen to his feelings, she also doesn't basically let it slide. Right. She, you know, tells him, she's like, you know, it's okay that you, you have this this discomfort, but you can't force that on Jack. And right. And that's not okay. Right. So, and, and a little bit, she's just kind of like, you probably should deal with that. Yeah. Yourself. Like, get your own baggage out of the way. Right, yeah. She, she has, like, a very good, supportive, yet, you know, honest friend. Like, yeah. Like, she doesn't fluff it up and hug him and be like, it's okay, baby, that you have internalized homophobia. <laughs> she's just like... No, baby, it's okay. She's like, no, you should probably deal with that. Right. And it's, it's kind of a question the show leaves us with because the resolution doesn't answer that. Right. Um, I mean, Will is clearly has a long way to go. I don't know if the show's ever going to get him there. Uh, it's not unrealistic for someone to deal with that over the course of several years. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, why couldn't they deal with Will's internalized homophobia in why one episode? Why is just about proud gay men right now? Right. I mean, I think that's, that's a character trait of Will Truman is... Yes. How much of Will being the way he is is internalized homophobia, mm-hmm. and how much is his personality, and mm-hmm. how fair is it of us as viewers to call it one or the other? Right, exactly. And you I know? feel like there's also just he strikes me as a type of character who's very private in his like professional life, anyways. Right. So a lot of that kind of like teeters on that. Is it internalized homophobia, or right. is he just a private person? Yeah, and like I've been there. I get mm-hmm. that. Like I, I remember like being exactly in that position where like I was out, sort of, but like mm-hmm. I was I was out and like I would not consider myself not out to any of my friends, but, like, I never, like, wanted to bring it up at work because work is work. Right, exactly. I get that. And I, I've definitely been there, and I know we've talked a little bit about this on the podcast that, like, you know, there was a once a throwaway line in one of the episodes about Will saying you only come out once, and I laughed, and I went, ha, 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 that's not true at all. Because as a queer person, you kind of have to choose every day whenever you meet a new person, am mm-hmm. I coming out in this situation? And in retrospect, that line is sort of ironic coming from Will, who makes a decision to come out to each person on an individual, yes. private basis. Yes. Whereas... For Jack, Jack probably hasn't looked him out once. And since then, Jack's just been, you know, hanging mm-hmm. all the way out of the closet. Yes, and it kind of, it kind of, I laughed a little bit because we were watching this episode and it made me think of that line from Fun Home 
where mm-hmm. um, Alison Bechtel mentions that she, like, leapt out of the closet, mm-hmm. like, just, like, full force, and that kind of, like, made me think of Jack, and, I mean, that's talked about a little bit later, because there is an episode um, in season two where they kind of deal with his family stuff regarding his gayness, okay. um, but it sort of feels like, at least for Jack, like, when he came out, he came out personally and professionally, not that he has, like, the most professional He's career. not got a job, so, I mean, it was but, easy I mean, to like, professionally. In every work situation he's ever been in, I can't imagine he's ever walked in and be like, yeah, hello, I'm Jack McFarland, super straight man. But wasn't there an episode where he was, like, really offended that Karen knew he was gay? There was that episode. That was really funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but in general, Jack just, he is out and he's proud and he says at one point that he'd rather be a Frenchman than afraid. Yes. And I thought that I was... I thought that was a really powerful line. That was a very powerful line and I really appreciate that they gave it to Jack because mm-hmm. a lot of times Jack... Just his character, his gayness, everything. Ooh, I slapped. Sorry. His <laughs> character, his gayness, anything about his identity is sort of laughed off as a joke. But I thought that was really great that he's like, no, I'm super duper comfortable mm-hmm. in how I present in my effeminate nature, right. in my like kooky craziness. Like, I'd rather be a Frenchman than afraid. And that's frankly for the '90s. Frankly, for now, that's a really radical statement. Yeah, because I mean, even it went a long way to rehabilitating Jack's character for me, yes. honestly. Yeah, I feel like it was definitely one of those moments when we were talking about how we didn't really know what to do with Jack that sort of cemented something important about his personality. Yes. That I he's not just goofy and weird and he hasn't thought about this. Like, he's thought about this yes. and he's dealt with this and he is in it for good. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's also something to be said there about with the closeness of Will and Jack's relationship, the fact that Jack has dealt with and decided what he's doing about his gay identity mm-hmm. and Will hasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in some ways that probably makes Will feel both jealous and mm-hmm. also pressured to yeah. make a decision one way or another and maybe make the opposite decision mm-hmm. because he's so, like, iffy about Jack. Right. And I'm sure that, that that must be hard. And, I mean, I know as a queer person myself, when you encounter other queer people and you have a close relationship, if you're not on, like, the same coming out schedule, mm-hmm. it can be really stressful yeah. to hang out with someone who's, like, you're out but they're not or they're out yeah. but they're not. And I know even we had that dynamic a little bit about coming out to our family. Mm-hmm. Because I got drunk and came out to my family about a year before you came out to yours. Right. But you would come out to me first. So it kind of put us in a weird... In a weird dynamic. In a weird dynamic where it was sort of hard to talk about then. Because mm-hmm. on the one hand, I wanted to talk about coming out to my family and how that was and what mm-hmm. that felt like. But I also wanted to do it in a way that didn't make you feel pressured to come out right. to your family. Right. So, Ugh. yeah. Coming out is, is rough. Especially because you don't do it once. Right. Because that's, that's the worst part is that... You don't do it once, exactly. And you don't even do it once with the same people, you know? Because yes. a lot of people, uh, especially a lot of gay men, they kind of go through that thing where they test the waters by saying they're bi first, right. and then they're gay, and... Right. It's just, it's a totally... There isn't anything else about a person's personality that you really have to reveal on such a serious and recurring level. You know what yes. I mean? Like, you can... Like, like Caitlyn Jenner's statement where she's like, it's harder to come out as a Republican than as trans. Yes. And like... First of all, that's frankly ridiculous. But second of all, like, there's there's a difference there between yes. those two things. Like, yes, I could see that as a trans woman, it's hard for her to come out as Republican because it's it's a totally different thing. But, like, it's not like... Like, being a Republican can change. Right. Like, you can have many different types. And, like, being a Republican is sort of like when you go to a buffet and you pick out different parts of it that you like. Exactly. It's like the difference between, like... But, like, being trans is kind of, like, an all-in situation. Right. Like, you either identify as, like, one thing or you identify as something else. Right. And once you're in that something else area, you are trans. Right. Not to, like, not to, like, simplify the... But, I mean, at the same time, like... It's sort of, like... It's just... It's very difficult. It's a totally different level of 
identity. Yes. Like, it's it's something that is a core part of you versus something that, like, you have taken and chosen to make a core part of you. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's a, there's a, uh, I don't feel like that's a fair way to phrase it, but, like, there's a, there's a, a different level of ownership or identity or something. Yes. To things like being Republican or mm-hmm. liking board games or, right. you know... Right. Flossing. Well, especially when you think about it, like, being queer, being trans, being LGBT, that is something that, like, some people are going to hate you for. Right. And, like, there might be people who, like, hate you for being a Republican, but, like, it's very rare that you're going to get hate crimes for being a Republican. Right. Whereas coming out as trans... Don't tell a Republican that. Well, (laughs) I just mean, like, they're... Coming out as trans requires, like, sacrificing a lot of privilege that you might have had yes. as a cis-passing or straight-passing person. And the same with coming out as gay or bisexual. Exactly. Like, when you come out as someone who is not normative, who falls into this, like, yes. long... Yes, I think that's exactly what it is. It's that coming out as a Republican does not make you anormal. Yes. You know? It, it doesn't other you. It doesn't other you. Exactly. There is a, there's a collective group, and it's considered a part of society... You know, and people might not agree with you, but they real they recognize that identity exists and right. they don't think it's weird. Society has decided that that's an acceptable identity to have. Yes. Even like being a member of the Green Party or, you know, like Right. It's just it's something There's that, nothing down the spectrum except maybe like communism or fascism at the extremes. Right. Where that would be even close to the same as gay or queer identity. Yes, exactly. And so I feel like that's definitely a thing that kind of we deal with in this episode. It's just that like that choice to other yourself by coming yes. out. Because you can't take it back. Right. And that is hard, and it's a hard question to deal with, and it's and it's totally fair that Will hasn't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it's okay for him to make Jack feel especially othered. Right. To other him within their otherage group. And so I guess, talking about this episode, uh, I've actually kind of come around on the ending, which is weird, because okay. we were talking about it off mic, and I was just saying that we were dealing with these two questions of the episode, or two problems that... Uh, Will's statement causes is mm-hmm. that he makes Jack feel terrible. Yes. And it raises the question of whether or not he's a bad gay man. Yes. And originally my thought was that I didn't like the ending of the episode because basically what happens is Will and Jack are at the gym and Will sees that client of his again and he invites him over and introduces him to Jack because Jack's his best friend. Yes. And which he is tells sweet. Him, this is my best friend, Jack. Right. Which is sweet, but doesn't really resolve the second question of is exactly. Will a bad gay man? And I liked a little bit because Jack. Like, specifically said, he's like, well, that was almost a nice thing you did for <laughs> <laughs> But, like, the more we've been talking about it, the more, the more I'm coming to like that, because it's, at the very least, it's the only thing Will can do right now to fix the situation. Yes. Um, it is, it is mending the fence. Mm-hmm. It is, it is choosing to other himself a little bit for this other client. Right. In a way he didn't have to do. Exactly. He could have just apologized to Jack. Yes. But instead he chose to identify with Jack. Yes. And I feel like that was it was very interesting because, like, the whole situation, like, he grabs his client. He's like, I want to introduce you to someone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, the guy over there is singing hot stuff or whatever. <laughs> yes. And he's like, well, Will, I'm straight. And Will's like, yeah, but I'm not. Come on, come meet him. Yeah. And so, like... I think maybe that's the part that didn't get the right emphasis. Yes. is like, it's not only that he identified himself with Jack yeah. and Jack is my best friend, but he identified himself with Jack in that... I am gay too. Right. We are. And we gay. are both gay, and he is my best friend. And if you like me, you have to like him. Exactly. And if and, and if and if I like him, I have to like him. Yes. You know. Yes, and I feel like that was definitely a good point of like Will, like being like, I can't, right. I can't do this to Jack. I have to just love Jack for Jack. Right. And I thought that was good, but I kind of, I still felt it didn't really go far enough. 
Like, yeah. I mean, granted, I'm not sure what else could have, but I yeah. feel like... I know I completely agree with that, because that was literally my point, like, 20 minutes ago. Yes. But, like, I don't know. I think the more we're talking about it, first of all, for 1999 and for this show and for the time constraints, I think it's probably the only way to get out of the episode in that time frame. Yes. But also, it's starting to... The more we're talking about it and the more we're thinking about it and the more we're acknowledging how much of a... Uh, how much of a significance there is to that moment, mm-hmm. the more I'm, I'm kind of growing to, towards it. Maybe not to liking it, mm-hmm. but maybe just seeing that that's, that's a really honest, real way to resolve yeah, the situation. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely some stuff there to say that, like, that was a really honest and lovely way to, yeah. you know, kind of just solve the problem as much mm-hmm. as they could in 30 minutes. Well, and Especially when they only introduced the problem about 15 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem the show has sometimes. Is sometimes it drags its conflict out a little too long. Yes. And then it does only has 10 minutes to solve it. Yes. But, I, but it, and it and it brings us back to the, the question of Jack being Will's best friend, which yes. I think is something that a lot of other episodes don't really... Yeah, I feel like you know. a lot of other episodes kind of just make it like, nope, Will and Grace are best friends, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But it's like, I, I also like that the show kind of makes it very clear that like, you can have more than one best friend. Mm-hmm. That's legit. Yeah. And I think the more we're talking about it, the more I am okay with the episode ending on that note. I wish it ended on a better apology, and I wish it ended on Will acknowledging more of his role in that, mm-hmm. that it's that he has his own problems to deal with. Yes, and I mean, he does a little bit, because when Jack's like, I would like an apology, mm-hmm. and I would like you to acknowledge this is about you and not about me, yes. and he says, yes, you're right, but they don't really talk about it. Yeah. And they don't really kind of get into, like, Will taking more steps to figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And then the episode kind of ends with Will and Jack getting back to their to Will's apartment and Karen and Grace are just, like, packed <laughs> out on top of each other. And they're like, oh, wasted on us, straight men. What are you going to do? Blah, right. Blah. And it's like, I almost wish that, like... I, I actually had kind of forgotten that that's how the episode ends. Because you're right. For me, it, it ends on the gym scene. Right. Because, like, that's the thing. is maybe if it had ended on the gym scene, I would have felt better about it. But mm-hmm. the fact that they, like... Made another joke afterwards. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, guys, it's the same joke you made last episode. Like, right. we get it. Really. Remember, last episode wasn't supposed to be there. But still, like, <laughs> it's just they they use this ep- this joke like twice this season. I know. It's like, yes, we get it. Will lesbians aren't hot to you? Like, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I just the episode was really interesting to me, mm-hmm. and it was a good episode to watch. And I'm glad that we get a chance to talk about it. Yes. And I hope that this episode will kind of spur conversation with our listeners. Well, and and. That's part of the reason for making the episode back in the 90s, too, is that it's the kind of episode that does for a conversation. Yes. And it's probably an episode that has not aged as great for Will and Grace, and mm-hmm. it makes the show look a little bit worse than it probably is. Yeah, it does kind of date the show a bit. But, but for the 90s, this is a really radical thing to be talking about. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the episodes that helps this show break through. Yeah. With people talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely an episode that would have registered for people who are gay. Yes. They would have had to, like... Start watching the show. And the funny thing about the show in the 90s is that there's no way to see this episode again once it happened. Yes. So, like, you hear about Will and Grace and you tune in, but you're never going to see this episode again. Right. Like, you'd have to wait for, like, maybe summer reruns or something. Right. It wouldn't have even gone to syndication right away. Right. Exactly. Like, this is the 90s. It's early. Like, the show's in its first season. It's not getting picked up for syndication yet. Yeah. So, like, you'd maybe have to... There are probably people who started watching the show after this episode aired, specifically because of this episode, Mm -hmm. who then didn't see it for several years. Yes. Which is crazy. Which is crazy to me. But I feel like, I feel like this episode, for some of its problems, does do a lot of good work as really cementing Will and Grace as a show that isn't afraid to be gay. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I feel like it kind of makes this episode kind of inserts in the thesis of this show that I'd rather be a Frenchman than afraid. Yeah. And I like that. And we get a little bit more into, like, the gay political stuff as the show mm-hmm. goes on. Because, you know, this is its first season. A lot of its plot points are a bit more fluffy. Yeah. But there's some famous episodes that we're coming up on, especially come to season two. Um, I think I've talked to you about it, so it's not a spoiler. There is an episode where they talk about, like, the first network gay kiss. Mm. And how it doesn't happen, and then it does accidentally happen. Right. La la la, such and so <laughs> forth. So we have some cool stuff like that that's coming okay. coming at us down the pike. And I feel like none of that stuff really would have been possible if this episode hadn't laid the, the groundwork of, like, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I guess that's a good place to end it on. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening to this, you guys. I promise next week, well, I can't promise. I guess Tessie can promise. <laughs> next week there'll be more Karen and uh, Grace to talk about. I believe there is, yes. But yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. Please talk to us about this episode. We would love to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Because um, this seems like a good place to start a conversation even now in 2016. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to find us online, we are lots of places. You can find us on Twitter at Not a Couple Show. You can find us on Tumblr at notacouplepodcast.tumblr.com or send us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. We're also on iTunes, Mixcloud. Uh, we're sort of on Google Play Music. Sort of. We haven't followed up on that yet. Um, we're trying to figure out how to make it downloadable. If you're having problems with that, sorry. We're working on it. Uh, guess you'll have to listen to us live. Yay, Yay sort of. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that should be it. Yeah. Um, Thanks so much for listening to us, you guys. Yeah, we really appreciate it. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been Not A Couple. Bye-bye. This episode of Not a Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Meow. Liza. Go work out. Do some yoga. This episode of Not a Couple was brought to you by Nipples, New York's hottest gay gym. Now with even bigger showers, with more handrails for all your accessibility needs. Wink. <laughs>